It's your girl Tina. Welcome back. And today we have two important guests on the show. You guys can introduce yourselves starting this way. <clears throat> My name is Mario. I look in this camera. Yeah. My name <laughs> is Mario, and um, I'm a creative from Medford slash the greater Boston area. Word. And um, I go by DME. Um, I'm a music enthusiast, uh, promoter, podcaster, anything like that. And um, yeah, I run a podcast out of Greater Boston, Medford in specific, called The Urban Product. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here with y'all today. Yay! So today's episode is Drumroll Please, Mario. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now. Yay! It's a mic. It's a mic. It's a mic. But Tina, would you like to tell us what the mic is Should I put this back on the table? No, 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 the mic represents amplifying the voices of our creatives, you know, Ooh. our local creatives. Yes, sir. Um, actually, it's just, a, we didn't have anything, so we, we go, <laughs> go with that. That's the no, but that truth. works. Amplifying the voice of creatives. Yeah. That, that sounds good. Um, so it's always been nicer freestyles, yeah. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> she's really good. Mind you, she thinks that she's not, but like she's really good at creating. So we're gonna talk about that too. We're gonna talk about Tina's uh, UMass Boston ciphers as well today. Hey, yes, let's, hey, okay. let's, let's get a cipher it. today too. I yeah. like that. You're talking about her something. bars. Boston yeah. hard season. I like that. Right. Um, <laughs> so I guess we could start with what do you guys do? We could all go around the table. What do we do, or what do we want to do, or whatever? Um, DM me. I'll start with you. What does DME stand for? I'm sorry. It's just my name, to be honest. Oh, oh I didn't even know that. I thought yeah. it, it stood for something in high school. No. No. It did. It was something like mad crazy. Like nah. Right. <laughs> it was Look just my name. I know. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but what do I do? Let's see. Um, I run a podcast. That's what a lot of people know me for. Um, I connect with artists throughout the city, and promote their stuff or they'll send me some of their music and um, if I like it I'll have them come on the show talk a little bit about it what I'm trying to do right now is obviously gather um, an audience in Massachusetts and Boston but um, eventually the goal is to expand that audience um, gain a national audience then eventually global and just keep increasing from there start off as a podcast but then I'm trying to just elevate it into an, um, a media platform or entertain, an entertainment platform, which is what I think it is right now. It's not a media platform just yet, just entertainment at the moment. But eventually it'll get there. And when it does, can't wait to tell the story of how I did it. But it's all still a work in progress. I love it. You guys are so. doing amazing. Um, yeah, so Mario? Um, what do I do? So I do um, branding and image consulting, um, mm. freelance. and I have no clue. Also, what leads into that is, um, or what kind of curtails into that, is um, photography, direction, um, sometimes styling. So I wear like a lot of hats, um, a little bit of graphic design, but yeah, basically just anything in like the visual realm. Um, I'm your guy, unless it's like videography, because like I'm really not trying. Yeah. But I have people that are the guy, and like I still kind of dabble in that too. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's dope. How about you, Bettina? We're in the conversation, too. <laughs> right. um, we're not gonna oh, yeah. You know, I'm trying to find myself creatively. 
Uh, right now, I'm just a podcast co-host, content creator. Can I say that? Content creator? Yeah. I mean, That's what you are. I'm tired, you know. Can, can, can we? Content creator. Um, actually, a big goal of mine is to get into like editorial work, um, fashion editorials and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I do want to bring... You remember how back in the day, like when people had like a magazine, like it was like a pretty big deal, yeah. like that coffee table yes. thing. I want to like get into that and like bring that back somehow. So that's something that I am actively working towards. That's mm-hmm. something I want to get on and pop in. Yeah. I didn't know we was talking about aspirations and like hopes and things. Too. Oh, but you did because I read you the um, itinerary. And you can still add it. I'm joking, but no, it's just a conversation about whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like what was that? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, you could talk about like what you oh, even okay. want to do in the future. Yeah, I'll save it for later. Though it's fine. Okay, cool. I might. Um, I might. for me, as you guys know, most of you guys know, this is my camera, right? Um. <laughs> Yeah, don't have me looking cockeyed. <laughs> yeah, um, as, as you guys, most of you guys know, I'm a graphic designer. But I've just recently discovered a new passion of mine, guys. Ooh, and it's creative development. Like, I Ooh. really like, like, something that really irritates me when I'm designing for a client is, like, they'll come to me for, like, a logo, right? I make the logo or whatever. Great. I tell them, like, this is how you use it, whatever. Kind of teach them a little bit send them off on their merry way, close the project, and I see them and their brand, and it's going left. They're not using it right. It just looks horrible. Their brand is off. So I'm like, I wish I could be there from the beginning to end of branding and just developing their whole thing creatively. Like, I want to work with, like, people who think who think outside the box or who want to take their stuff outside the box. So that's something I'm trying to learn. So it's a little bit of marketing, too, branding. So these are things that... Skillshare.com, I will be, you know, For sure. learning. Um, so, yeah. Basically, I guess I'm running the conversation, so I'll keep going. Um, how did you guys get into where you guys are going? So, this is the time where you could get tell us your background story. Nah, I started from the other side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I started from the middle. All right. <laughs> yeah. What's the question? What's your, well, how'd you get into this? What's your background story of maybe even the stuff that you want to do? Like, what what ignited that? Yeah, so um, my older cousin, who's also an electrical engineer, he's always been, like, the mm-hmm. photographer of the family. So, like, um, just when I was a kid, I used to just, like, tail him around and be his, like, assistant and I actually did his maternity shoots and stuff like that. Ooh. So um, I started with um, my like liking taking pictures and stuff like that. But then, kind of like you, I'm like, sheesh, your outfit is just not picture yeah. ready. Like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Like, or and you I, don't want to attach your name to exactly. it. Exactly. It's like, so don't tag you when yeah, you post that. And like, there's been many times where I've been at the wedding and I'm just like, there's a photographer, but he has no clue what to do with with like the the bridal party. And I'm over here like, y'all gonna stand like this? You gonna mm-hmm. do that? You gonna look here? So. So, like, the more I've just been exposed to different events and even, like, bartending and stuff like that and my love for fashion and photography, I was just like, why not pull them all in one place and, like, lead, create, like, direct my vision, you know, editorial-wise. You feel me? I want every time people turn the page, they're like... Oh my god! Like they get ahead. Of like we were supposed to shoot at um, what's that place that I got kicked out of? <laughs> that white woman. Don't don't mention the name. Okay. No, well, there was a place we were supposed to shoot at, and like even it was like a, a hardware. Oh, it's gonna be crazy. A though. hardware store, but even off. seeing the furniture, I'm like, oh shoot! There's just so we much that can be done. I'm just I'm just my mind is always working. I just like combining it and creating something great. 
That's dope. That's dope. That's so, up. would you like to speak now, or do you want to hold on to your story and okay. develop it in the corner? Would you like to do that? Develop my story. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, the question was, how did I get into where I'm at? Into right this, now? yeah. Okay. So, I've always been um, a big avid fan of music. Uh, who hasn't? Like, everyone's a fan of music. Mm. But in terms of the local scene, I kind of have been involved in that since the end of high school, more entering college. College has been a great place um, that has helped me network. So if it wasn't for college, honestly, I don't think the podcast would have happened. So, yeah, thank God for college. I guess that's the only benefit I got out of college. No bullshit. No, no honestly, bullshit. The networking the is networking, the only for real. thing I've benefited out of it. Um, and an education, I guess. But, <laughs> but yeah. I was a radio DJ over there at the university mm-hmm. that I went to. Um, you have a great radio voice, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, I Thank love you. it. It's everything. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I was a radio DJ out over there. I uh, was part of this show for about two years. And then the person running that show transferred um, to a university down south. So it was just me running that show for a little bit. And it didn't feel right, you know, running it by myself. Mm-hmm. Just like, I don't know. I felt like I could have reached a bigger audience. So then I became interested in podcasting. Next step was to find out who was the right person um, to start that journey with. Hit up a couple people. I think uh, my first two choices said like, nah. And then um, I was just looking. And then after randomly chilling with one of my homegirls, we were, started talking and then I was like, you know what? This would be like a really dope conversation and people tuned in and listened to it. So we tried it out. We recorded our first episode and I decided to just put it out, to, you know, to see what happens. Uh, we already had the name. I just thought about it in my head for a few days. I asked my co-host at the time what she thought of it. She said it was dope. So we ran with it. I didn't know how the world was going to receive it. I just put it out. And I got some good feedback. And I got some good feedback, enough for me to continue the next week. Uh, eventually started bringing guests on, started bringing musical artists, community leaders, DJs, producers, uh, visual artists. We started bringing them onto the show to um, talk about their life and their career and kind of just, you know, use our audience and use our platform to expose the local talent that we got in our city. Because, you know, our city and our state has a lot. You know, we're not just education. I did, and I did not know that. Yeah, it has I'm a not lot. Lie. We're not just good at education. We don't just have the best health care, like the best schools, anything Boston, like that, the best the sports. Yeah. We got great um, artists as well, but the art culture isn't really respected um, mm-hmm. that well out here. The art community isn't really that respected. So I decided with the show, if I wanted to kind of be a starting force in that, why not try and see what happens? That's dope. And I'm here almost three years later. So and that's all period. Consistency. And you guys are hella consistent. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that too. Mario? What's up? <clears throat> wow. I mean, I suppose I had a while to think about what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> how did I get my start? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. It's a good question. Um, that you okay, pose. let me start you off. No, 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 no. Let's I'll start. I'll start. Okay, go ahead. I can go. I can go. Um, okay. So I started out, most people that know me from like early on, like I was like mainly just basketball um, mm. 
and like kind of into fashion but like not really into fashion like sort of but basically like it started off like i was just trying to get my instagram fits off you know okay. like i was just trying to you know get fresh on the gram every now and then <laughs> and then um cut to like around sophomore year of college probably um my dad who was a photographer like used to always like growing up try to like get me to come oh, to weddings really? with him and like shoot and stuff like That's that cool. and i was always like nah. mm-hmm. you know what i mean like it just didn't didn't interest me that much um sophomore year i stopped playing basketball like as heavily um so i just had like a lot of free time on my hands at the at the at that particular time in my life um so i was just looking for new passions things like that and one of my friends was like always out in the city just shooting you know like he'd always like he he was the one that used to like shoot my fits for photography Mm -hmm. and so basically like i'd always be tagging along with him and we'd go around boston we do like the whole roof remember like 2018 everyone was doing like rooftop shots things like that (laughs) um super legal don't recommend um (laughs) But yeah, basically, like we'd be doing that all the time, and it got to a point where I was like, I was, it's weird that I'm like using his camera, like I don't have my own camera, so like mm-hmm. let me go ahead and get the ball rolling, get my own camera, and so boom, I start taking my own little like rooftop shoots. People start liking them. They're like, oh, like I want to come along with you, take some shots. Mm-hmm. So now it's like, boom, like a bunch of teenagers on a roof. Ooh, what's gonna happen <laughs> next? And so you know, like. One thing leads to another. It's like two years later. I'm still taking pictures. We're not doing rooftops anymore. Like mm-hmm. I've branched out. Now I'm trying to tell stories. Um, I'm trying to have like small campaigns launched and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Convey full ideas. And it's it stayed with photography mainly because I actually wanted to move into video a while ago. Like when I was younger, like probably two or three years ago. Um, but the equipment for video is like really, really, really expensive. Yeah. So it made me have to double down with photography and take images that com- convey what a video can, but like in less frames, obviously. Like, you do a good job at that. And I try, you know, I try. Um, <laughs> and I try. Uh, he's gotten so much better. Oh, this, that's yo, what I was this gonna say. I remember our first Bruh. shoot. I remember our first shoot. <laughs> and this is before I consider myself. A, ah, let me let me put this out here. This is before I consider myself a professional. Okay. 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 I did not. Okay. This was on some. This was on some. Yo, Tina, what you doing later? Her. Tina's Tina's free. Boom. Right, he had the audacity to be posting them. That's what was killing me. Listen, listen. Why are these making the grand? I had to. I had to earn my stripes. Okay. <laughs> I had to earn my stripes. Like, you got to get it how you can. At the time, that was it. Like, if you ask me today, if I would have posted those, definitely not. No. Definitely Y'all, this not. is the man who took but, my pics. Um, like, you follow know. him, tag him, book him, pay him his, pay him his money. T a p t underscore underscore. Please don't come in my DMs talking about some discounts or anything especially no, if I don't know you. Don't he worked hard to get but, to where he's at y'all um, should have caught him in 2016 it's not even work hard like i mean i did work hard but like my equipment cost money like guys i'm trying to pay stuff off like yeah <laughs> that's but, the expensive, um, like thousand dollar lenses like yeah crazy. it starts to add up so you know you got to make sure you're uh i think that's a great point when people are always trying to get stuff free from creatives i think that's kind of like that's disrespectful like they spend mad bread on their equipment they spend mad bread their their time time their energy half the time they're still in school and they're they're hustling on the side and you talk about can you get this for free can you get this free logo can you get Mm. a freestyle like come on just just pay the money 
it would be one thing if like you genuinely like needed a like really really needed a favor like you have a great idea mm. and like if you have a really really great idea like you come to me with a brand or something and you really like you really believe in this thing and i hear about it and i like really think it could be something great like of course i'll want to help you like i'll find a way to help you even if like no money changes hands like i'll try to to you know do what i can to to help you like get your thing going off the ground but i hate when people come to you and they they fix their lips to say like oh like i'll give you clout or like oh the, right. like exposure, exposure. Like, out, like we've yeah. all been out here for like three plus years boston is the size of a bean like what do you mean Beans exposure on. like mm -hmm. everyone knows everybody already what are you gonna do <laughs> that they didn't already do for me you know what i mean yeah. so one thing um one thing that i really like which is something that you said that sparked this up and like a little bit of yours is like um, networking horizontally and like coming up with your peers. Um, I remember Issa Rae was saying something like that in her, um, in an interview she was in, like instead of con always trying to like go upwards and like trying to speak to the big heads, trying to speak to the people who are leading things, speak to people who are across from you, like your peers, people who have projects, um, like you, like trying to find like another host, like looking around your campus and stuff like that. And you guys could come up together. Like this person could put you onto this. This person could do that. Because, you know, a lot of the times when you're trying to network up, you're trying to get like people who are already established to pay attention to what you, what you got going on. It's they're not really checking for you. They're not really looking for you. They probably have stacks and stacks of you. They look at your mixtape. They toss it. You know what Literally. I mean? Like. I think it's really dope, and it's I, I advise for people to always network horizontally first, always. Like, even what you were saying, even if it's free. Like, I wouldn't mind doing, like, a free project if it was something I was passionate about and it was a project that I believed in and also something I could put on my portfolio. Exactly. Because nine times out of ten, the clients be coming, and I finish, and I'm like, I don't even want to put this on my portfolio. <laughs> yeah. Like, that I can't even use it. If this. I could piggyback off that real quick. Um, she's making a great point. Um, definitely, like, when you're starting out, like, don't start charging people off rip. Especially if you're just starting out, like, especially in Boston, it's small, so your name can get out there, and you don't want your name to be out there for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Like, if I started charging people, or imagine if I charged you for our first shoot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Anyway. Like, He's not about to get that money. You gotta, you gotta be okay with, like, putting your ego aside and just earning your stripes for a little bit. Because there's one, it's one thing to, like, learn the skill, but it's another thing to be able to put it in practice and consistently be able to put out a great product. And that takes time. Like, it takes time, and it's going to take some sacrifices. Like, you're going to have to do a lot of stuff for free. Mm -hmm. But also know your value and what you bring to the table and what a collaboration actually is. Because a collaboration is, like, when two people actually are both bringing something to yeah, the table. Right. right. And that's something is not, it shouldn't be, oh, I'm bringing exposure. Like, or, like, should, I'm bringing an idea, yeah. and it's, like, a cool idea, so do everything to make this come to life. Like, you should be willing to come through and meet me where I'm at, and I should be willing to meet you where you're at. But also, like, the thing actually has to be good. Because, yeah. like, yeah. we've all gotten mad ideas, especially being about, like, we've all gotten a ton of ideas from, like, local people we grew up with. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, we should do this, this, and that. And it's, like, really just them trying to get something free. Right. And the idea is terrible. And you know you're never going to use it. <laughs> the idea and, and sometimes you'll do it. You sometimes you'll do it for facts. free because they're your friend and you just don't want to even have the argument with, oh, why don't you did, you did such and such for them? And it's like, so. 
Yeah, like sometimes <laughs> you just have to hit them with the soul. Sometimes you do it. Yeah. yeah. But um, just make sure you're respecting your time. Um, make sure. Make sure you're holding people accountable too, because like when people come to you with a collab, like you gotta take it seriously. Like at the end of the day, if you want it to be your profession, like you gotta make sure you're putting out quality content. How do you guys make money, like as a creative, or does your you be? <laughs> Devin's like <laughs> you're just looking at me. I'm like, um, even if if you don't make money as a creative, how do you plan on making money, or how would you like to make money? Because I feel like. The, I feel like there was a point, I don't know if it was like in 2018, 2017, but there was this weird wave where everybody wanted to be like a creative and make something and like leaving their full-time jobs to go pursue. <laughs> I'm talking about myself. Um, <laughs> leaving their full-time jobs to go pursue like a creative um, career, not understanding that uh, it takes mad work and you're probably not going to make money like your first year doing whatever you're trying to do. So how do you guys, if you guys make money, how do you do that? If you want to advise anybody um, or if you're not making money, how do you want to make money? You want to start? Yeah, sure. If you want me to. Okay. I feel like they heard my yeah, voice. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, in the beginning of... Um, the podcast i wasn't making anything from it mm -hmm. um it was kind of just me coming week after week just seeing the content um take off for whatever it was worth you know so in the beginning it was just you know gaining an audience getting our name out there building something i wasn't you know just looking for money right away because like you like you said if you start going for that right out the gate mm -mm. you might crash and burn mm -mm. so um like like you said, I earned my stripes. Um, I had guests in the beginning, but then for a good amount of time, I just went with no guests for a while. Mm -hmm. And it was just me and my co-hosts. It was me and uh, Darnell at the time. We added in Imani later, but for a while it was just me and Darnell. And we went on like a good 40 episode run with just no guests, just mm -hmm. us two. But I wanted that to happen so, you know, the our audience could just get to know us you know mm, that's good because i, I, I don't want to be known as just um oh y'all just have like different guests all the time like yeah. no the hosts are actually people too you yeah. feel me? so i wanted to do it like that so our audience can get familiar with us and then in turn for money how that was able to work was we started um making merch so our first drop was something very small just to get like the name out there Cause we didn't know how merch would work out in the beginning so we did like a test run with just stickers because who, who doesn't love stickers mm -hmm. so um <laughs> we started out with that and i just did like a big bulk order because i knew we gained a big enough audience where i could sell like a good amount off so i did that and we were able to triple our profits off of them oh, and that's how i know okay that's how i know the small little like test subjects had room for and you guys have a dope logo like i definitely wanted that it's sticker nice. thank like, you most definitely it's a very nice logo thank you yeah. so um because the podcast itself because we play a lot of music on the show mm -hmm. and for copyright reasons right now we're not able to monetize off of like our streams or anything like that mm. just because you know we're just music this music that music that and then you know it's currently a war going on for podcasts <laughs> all of you if you don't know about it you, you will know about it soon because everyone's trying to value the um everyone's just trying to figure out the value of a stream when it comes to podcasts because music yeah. you know 
artists have their way of being paid and now in the podcast field since they're starting to become a market for it creators yeah. are starting to try to figure out okay what's a stream worth you feel me yeah if i'm able to get this many streams per week or per i month think or thing, right now for worth? podcasts it's more like downloads are more exactly. important than streams exactly so but now there's like starting there's like this um, market that's growing yeah. every single day but they're just trying to figure that out so right now i'm just waiting to see um where that goes before i make like any legitimate decisions because i could f- probably figure out a way to start making money from streams but I don't want to, you know, sign up for something and then just be stuck in it with no way to yeah. get out. So I'm kind of just waiting to see how the field plays out. So while that goes down, I got merch on the side because now that we've um, been able to build an audience and people feel like they know us just because, you know, they listen to us week after week, even though they've never met us. They feel like they know us because they got to know us through the show. Now they're most now they're more likely to buy merch because um you know, it's associated with people that, you know, you feel like, you know, you have a close connection to. So why wouldn't you want to support that? Mm-hmm. So right now, merch is how I'm able to make um, bread as being a creative. We got stickers going off now. We have clothes coming soon. I haven't announced that. Do you yet. have sweaters? Yes. I haven't announced Listen, let's it. chat because merch <laughs> is so hard to make and merch get. Is, I yeah, just yeah, don't really get it. I thought it was going to be so easy. I've been thinking about merch for two years now. You already know I've been talking to you I'm about hit. merch for two years. And I was like, yo, it took a long time for us yo, to get to you where we're You ever see those creatives that like pose with their all their packages that they haven't mailed out yet? You're sitting there like, how did you find a menu? But a lot of those sort of people be like just making it themselves. like Yeah, like... I, I low key just want to buy one of those pressing press things, but I'm just like I don't want to do all that. I just want to nah. get some money into it. Well, it's like my sister gave me the merch idea um, a while ago, but she told me something as simple as like, "Oh, why don't you just um, why don't you just your logo looks great? Why don't you just put it on something?" And in the beginning, it was just because I don't want it to just be you know get a logo and just screen print it on something because you know anybody could do that. What would make yeah. it original? And then she says, "Your logo is what makes it original." And then I That's thought true. about it, and I thought about all the um, pieces of clothing I have that it's literally just the brand's logo in the middle. Yeah, and I was right. like, fine, <laughs> I, like, I guess that's valid. Is. But yeah. I still wanted to be unique, so I figured out how could I be unique in terms of merch so it wasn't just slapping a logo on something. I was like, the actual design of the clothing, not just the graphics, but the clothing itself, that's where I could... I um, feel like that's like a lot, like that's the way that a lot of creatives are like, um influencers and stuff can make money because they're like you said the market is like it's weird it's like that's why when people say i'm a creative or whatever i'm just like "Mm, are you making money like are you full-time because it's like where are you like how are you making the money or like are you really trying to do it like what's Wait, are you asking me like, a question? No, for like being a creative, it's like, do you just like being creative? Because like, so does right, everyone. Right, because you know like, when I mean? you say like, I'm a creative, what does that mean? Like, I does that mean like with my friends in the I car every now and then? I and I like to take photos. Like, what is, is this something that are you a professional? Like, are you, is this something that you're moving forward with? And I just feel like that's what I was talking about with the wave. Like, people were just like, oh, yeah, yeah I want to do this and I'm going to leave my job and I'm feel so passionate about it. I'm a rapper now. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, Facts. it's it's not like that because now you're a bum. That's a def- <laughs> now you're that's the definition of a bum. You Facts. don't have a job and you're not doing anything mm. and you're sitting at home doing nothing. But I feel like the lo- longevity and the consistency is what will like 
cause people to like fall off. Like, cause if you're mm-hmm. just doing it to just get clout and to just say you got something going on, later on down the line, like when it starts to get hard, when you're when you're getting broke, trying to get other people to support you, oh yeah, you're gonna want to quit. Like, and the people that quit, I feel like it's cause it really wasn't for you, and that's okay. It's okay to do something part time, but I feel like a lot of people are just like leaving. Like, I can't do this nine to five BS no more. I can't work for nobody, <sighs> and it's just like, bro. Me. Sometimes I we need somebody work. to work nine to five. Somebody got to do it. Someone has to do the somebody job. Gotta Someone teach has the kids to do it. No, nine to five. Sometimes I wish I was called to a nine to five, but I know I'm not. I'm called to be a creative person and make money <laughs> off of that and be rich. But sometimes I be looking at my sisters going to work and getting that paycheck (laughs) weekly, bi-weekly, and I'm like, dang, I love that vibe for me. (laughs) I would love to get a paycheck, but then I know that I could make like triple times that today just just for the day but then not for the rest of the you know what i mean so it gets weird but i just know like that's not my life i've tried it guys i've had like 15 (laughs) jobs and i'm just like i I just know it's not for me like having a job where clocking in that's not for me at an establishment no that's not (laughs) that's not for me so i'll say this taxes as a creative oh yeah great though oh yeah you gotta like make it, and just put it to the like side and forget job. about it because when it comes taxes they they in your yeah they in your booty with that one how do you make money mario that's a good question i'd be asking myself that every day <laughs> not play. um basically i cover i make sure my basic costs are covered so um i got like a little overhead which is um camera equipment because I got to make sure that I'm always up to date with like industry trends, things like that. So like camera lenses, Adobe Suite. Um, if I need to get a new laptop or something for a particular project, because I don't have like processing speed or processing power to do it. Um, so I always just try to make sure that my my rates are consistent with what I actually just need, like mm-hmm. my base sal- like salary of like what I need to just cover the overhead so I can keep making stuff for people. Um, and then I work from there. So what i was at during during quarantine i was doing like a major discount where i was like 120 an hour which which Dang. sounds 120 That's an hour when you think about it sounds like a lot but then you it's consider not. that i'm a photographer and a graphic designer and i'm not doing it every day like yeah. i do it every day but people aren't hitting me up to make them something every day so it'd be 120 taking, an like, hour 30 minutes to an hour to do something and that's all way more can, than yeah. that if i need to if you hit me up for a shoot I like right now my base rate is two hundred dollars and people are like, bro, that's crazy. Da, 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 da. Like what? Okay, so you hit me up for a shoot and you gave me the aesthetic you wanted and you you gave me the fit that you were gonna wear, X Y and Z. Okay, um, what goes into it is three years of me figuring out how to scout locations, mm-hmm. pose people, edit, um, shoot, learn about exposures, learn about learn about the entire trick, like everything yeah. I needed to know myself. Okay, mm-hmm. so what you're getting off rip is that experience because you know i'm not going to mess that up you go somewhere else they might mess that up right um on top of that you're getting i already have the equipment so i'm not asking you to show up with anything i'm not telling you oh you need to do this this and that like when you text me and you tell me what you want i already have your location picked out for you I might even pick you up in some cases and bring you to the location. You know what I mean? Like, you take me home. Like, so like, I'm really going above and beyond. But on top of that, as far as like photographers go, like just in the photography realm, like when the shoot is over, you're going to get your shots that week. Like you're going to get your shots. Like if you tell me, oh, I'm in a rush to get them, the quality isn't going to 
be degraded because you needed them in X amount of time, like I'm gonna coordinate around it and figure out a way mm -hmm. to get you your shots in a timely manner. So basically I just need, for me making money is I, I charge a, a price that will cover all of that. And then the opportunity cost of me efficiently doing that and potentially having to miss out on other gigs because I'm efficiently doing that. And that's yeah. how I find like my middle ground. Cause I'm also trying to, you know, I understand like we're in a pandemic it's a recession but people got money though Pe people have money but people also don't have money but it's like i'm not about to say people that don't have money can't get a nice product too so like i'm very comprehensive that's nice and you know makes me feel mean but i, <laughs> but, I don't that, that's not because the thing is too i well i do it full time so to me i'm like if you're coming to me and and we're in a pandemic and we both know we're in a pandemic because yeah. we've been in this pandemic for a while. Exactly. <laughs> so you're coming to me and this is a project that you want. I will not lower my prices because we're both in a pandemic. Oh, absolutely. Like I too would like to make money. That's it. Yeah. True. You know also, what I mean? And you have a, and you have a nine to five. You may be working from home, but since you got, you have, you make you the have a same job. money that you were making before. So the pandemic thing. I'd also like to add, you, you brought up a good point. I'll, I'm comprehensive, but like, don't get a twist and be like, oh, he's gonna do it for, like, no, that's not gonna happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you came to me, if I was a tattoo artist and you came to me you and you're like, <laughs> because it's a great example, because people take tat, one thing they're gonna take seriously is it's a thing tattoo. that's gonna go yeah, on their facts. body yeah. forever. That's what art is. It's You do it once, like, that's it's true. not like you get the second stab Ooh. at it, like after, you do it once, so it has to be done the right way. Mm, so if I you like go that. to a tattoo artist and you're looking for a deal, the tattoo artist might might say okay, but you also might get half the words spelled wrong on mm. whatever tattoo. You know what I mean? Or so you may as off. well you may as well be ready to pay me. Like sometimes I'll turn people around. And I'll be like, just save and come back to me. Like, mm -hmm. it's it's not that deep. Like you can save and you can come back. Sometimes I just say no. Other times, like if it's like like I said, if it's a really good idea, or I can tell this person is really trying to stretch their dollar because mm -hmm. they need to do it, I'll try to meet you where you're at. I will try to meet you where you're at because at the end of the day, like, I think everyone should be able to have something nice. It's just not everyone has access to, you know, shell out X amount of things. So yeah. it's, it's nice. discretion. I'd say use discretion because people will try to abuse it many times. Like, pe people will try it. Like, people will hit you up and be like, oh, remember three years ago when you said you was going to do this for free? It's like, yeah, that was three, <laughs> three years, years ago. ago. I was also a very different oh artist three gosh. years ago. Can you know I tell what I mean? Story? Like, there was this girl, this lady, who I'm cool with her, but uh, that's enough. Can we talk about it? Yeah. Let's talk yeah, about let's it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because sometimes when you're close to people, they really think that they could do whatever they want with you. And so I had this lady who I'm cool with. She's older than me. And she... um. She was like, I was supposed to do a website with her for her. This is when I like first started off or whatever. But I heard you when you said do things for free when you first started off. I did it. I was no. If, if <laughs> even if I like charged you like a fifty dollars, ten dollars, I was getting some sort of money. Period. <laughs> because yeah. So I was like, for okay, I'll do a website for you for like four hundred dollars. Like. <laughs> She hit me back up. She never answered me or whatever. Mind you, of this is somebody like I'm close to. Like I'd be at her house for parties. I like, see her all the time, but I'm not gonna bring nothing up if you don't bring it up because clearly you don't care. I don't care. Whatever. Sis hit me up a whole year later. Talk about yeah. So let's continue with this project. Four hundred, right? I was like, oh no, absolutely not. 
that's absolutely the price has, went has up. tripled. The price um, went up. Like. And then she was like, no, I feel like you should honor your word <laughs> because that's the price you gave me. And I was like, Taking you know what? I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do that. That's fine. I didn't agree with her, but I was like, I'll do it, whatever, because I don't, this is weird to me. I don't like talking about money too much with people I'm close to, so whatever. So I was like, okay, but I'm going to give, I was like, I'm going to give you the most basic thing that I could do, like a page about contact home. That's it. Period. No perks. All right? Nothing crazy. You get the color, give me the colors, I enter the color code, and that's it. And then she was like, yeah, no, I want this, this, and I was like, okay, bet. That's going to be like, 2K. And she's like, I never heard back from her, basically. <laughs> but when I say this to say, I don't know what I said that for. Ladies I don't know and gentlemen, people close to me Ladies and gentlemen she's making money. Oh, <laughs> she's no, making I'm, money. I'm, <laughs> but can we backtrack real quick? Mario says something that kind of like reminded me of something else. No, professionalism professionalism is key. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, truly. I feel like that will really kind of make or break you because... I was stunned when I got my pictures in like 48 hours. And I didn't have to chase you down. I've had to do that before. And if you're watching, I am talking about you. I don't oh, like having to harass y'all. It's oh, not annoying. Like, nah, but <laughs> it's like the communication was there up until everything up until like when you FaceTime me and said, let's go through this together. And I say all that to say, like, when you pay for when someone charges you a fee, like, and, and they're about it and they're serious about it, bro. Like, the professionalism will really make you, like, follow through and pay for it. Because there's nothing worse than paying for something and you can't get a hold of them. Like, you're, you're blowing up their phone. Now you got now you gotta call them on Instagram. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah you didn't yeah. pick Why up your phone. Chasing yeah, you. Yeah, like, like, no, but I'm just saying, some people are just hard to reach and, and now you want to, like, sub people all the time. Nobody supports me in my city. <laughs> Nigga, it's yeah. impossible to support. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I I feel like yeah. if you're gonna be a creative and if you're gonna have your own venture, whether it's like business or whatever it is, you have to take yourself seriously. Yeah. Like professional. you have to yes. don't be talking about some DM me, DM me. Where's your email at, sis? <laughs> yeah. Where's your email? Where's your website? Yeah. Like where's where's like where's your net bio? We need we need something more than just your you DMs. You know yeah. what I mean? You're using your personal page to, to do business. You know how many DMs you got going on? Like right professionalism matters like and that goes for everyone no that's absolutely that's absolutely true i've definitely seen too much of that i'm talking about you hairstylist talking about pull up with your hair wash dry blow dry braid it if you want me to braid it why is that that's not even professional talking about don't dm me you're not professional i think that i think that when you're working for yourself because when you're creative you're working for yourself i know some of us on this table don't like to use the word entrepreneur but um (laughs) you're working for yourself so sometimes when you feel like you don't need to i'm speaking from the perspective of maybe like a creative who's not so professional i've had my times i've had my moments um you know sometimes you work for yourself you you don't really need to physically clock in anywhere you're not on anybody else's well you are on somebody else's time but like you're not on somebody else's time that could like fire you or whatever so you're like kind of like going with your own doing your own stuff now that's horrible to do don't do that but that's secondly bad. the client can kind of fire but you they, I, go with no, they could else. definitely fire. and you know what you know what? If you're a client and you don't like the way things are going, fire them. Period. Because you paid for the service. If you don't like the way things are going, if you felt like you've communicated enough times and they still don't get it and you just feel like you're at a roadblock, just be like, maybe this is not going to be the best um, venture to, you know, to continue this path. We should not 
you know, can't speak English oh. right now, but, you know, grab the words right. and put it somewhere in the sentence because <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about. Do that because you're paying for something and you want it to be coming out right. So, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, nobody should deal with that. A creative shouldn't deal with a difficult uh, client customer and a That's customer right. shouldn't yeah. deal with a, uh, a difficult if you're, creative. If you're well. creative on the other end, um, make sure that, you know, you're getting your deposits in and make sure mm-hmm. you're doing your non-refundables because yeah. there's been a lot of people that will think you're a magician at whatever you're doing. <laughs> right. It's like... I'm a photographer. I'm not a magician. Mm-hmm. You told me to shoot you and edit X, Y, and Z and pick the location and style you. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Lakai. Do not forget to follow us on Instagram at Lakai underscore. And on Twitter at Lakai. And email us at Lakai. Pod at gmail.com. Bye.